Hi there, my name is John Falola. It's an honor and a privilege to bring you today's episode titled Unity, Tribes and Races. Unity, Races and Tribes. These are three vital issues that detect the development rates of a nation. These are differences and factors that shape elections. These are differences and factors that shapes national values, national orientation, national perceptions. These three ingredients is what can make or break a nation. If well utilized, it can make a nation into the best of nations in the world. If wrongly utilized, it can break a nation into the worst in the world. And we see this every day. We hear it in the news. We see it around media. We see these realities that some races are more valuable than some other races. But all this is about to change. All this is changing. All of this is... We are seeing new perspectives. We are seeing new change of hearts. We are seeing even institutions that have been around for so long begin to realize that it's the same red blood cells that everybody has irrespective of the colors of their skin it's the same blood that flows through their vein you know if a black man has a blood group of whole positive a genotype of aa he can give his blood to another race whether it's white whether it's um whether it's another color or whatever it is, Latino, Hispanic, you know, then we all need to understand that we are all part of the human race, but we are just different expressions of the God nature. We are just different expression of our creator. You know, there's always a need of diversity and, you know, uniqueness, a blend of, uh, differences to make any society worth living you know if everybody was thinking like them like one person or probably had the same thoughts that's not a society a society is where everybody is free to think free thoughts to think good thoughts to think unique thoughts to bring to the table what has not been heard before you know and every human being has that latent uniqueness so i'd like to place emphasis on the definition of unity tribe and races unity is a state of being united or joined as a whole similar to union unification integration amalgamation or coalition It could also mean one, the number one. Unity could mean number one, which means that where all parties involved are integrated as one, are seen as one, are represented as one. Tribe can also be be defined as a social division in a traditional society consisting of families or communities linked by social, economic, religious, 
or blood ties with a common culture or dialect, typically having a recognized leader. Now, a tribe could be a family, a tribe could be a set of people tied together by a dialect, it could be a set of people tied together by a culture, by culture, it could be a set of people tied together by blood ties as family, it could be a set of people tied together by religion, it could be a set of people tied together by social economical realities. Races now, on the other hand, we're talking about races, human race now, where a fusion of all these tribes makes up what we have, what we call the human race or human races. You know, every expression of tribe maybe in terms of language in terms of skin color of our skins in terms of economic realities in terms of associations you know all are under the umbrella of human races so we are all part of one being we are all together you know we are all established by the power of the fact that we are human beings that means that we are evolving humans we are always improving, you know, and we can't talk about races, we can't talk about tribes, we can't talk about unity if we don't look at history, if we don't reveal the fact that so many years ago, there were no blacks living in America, for instance, a lot of blacks were migrated or taken away from here, the best of brains were taken away from here, from Nigeria, I read recently, or found out recently that about 4 million People were taken from Calabar, from non people were taken from Badagri, you know, and a huge chunk of people of black races across the world came from Africa, you know, and that's why they're called African American. That's why you call, you know, even some of the Jamaican descents or some other parts of the world where we have the black races, they are, they, their origin comes from Africa, and this tells us a lot that Africa. If not the origin, or if not one of the um, foremost geographical space in the world, the only issue is that we've not been able to unify our strength to become a first world continent. And I'm also of the opinion that, you know, the fact that it has not happened does not mean it's a proof that we that we are alive for such a time as this are called to make that happen to build our home nation to become a recognizable nation to build our own continent to become a commendable continent or a respected continent you know but that doesn't take away the fact that despite the fact that a lot of people have migrated the same way even the america even in america the first of people were Indian Americans, you know, if before the uh, British let some people might move, you know, before the whites or probably different blend of races side trooping in. That is to say that the moment you are a citizen of a nation, you have become a part of the human race in that nation. That means you are no longer seen as a black person, you're no longer seen as a white person, you're no longer seen as a colored being, you are not seen, you are not seen 
as an human being or an human race of the nation and i think if we look at it from that perspective this indifference of uh of, of the color of our skins or or how or this stereotype kind of perspective will stop in every society the moment people become citizens of a society begin to build families begin to live in those areas they become part of a society they have and, and what the problem is that they begin to absorb the culture around them they begin to leave the culture around them they begin to become more like what it is that is seen around them and let's not forget that the whole of human race is filled with stories of migration is filled with story of settlements is filled with stories of um, people moving from one place to another and making that place home and people deciding to make where they find themselves settlements find themselves a home for them to live and you know i i for one believe that there there was never a mistake or second or a second thought or an afterthought as to why everyone was born in whichever nation we are born in or whichever circumstances we find ourselves but it is our responsibility as human beings to dignify ourselves to unify our differences and see through the eyes of love the importance of unity the importance of respecting every being irrespective of the color of their skin a black man is not is no more valuable than a white man so does a white man is not more valuable than a black man it's the same brain cells they have it's the same number of bones they have it's the same number of you know body parts they have so the fact that we have diverse colors or or we belong to diverse tribes or we belong to diverse associations or we affiliate ourselves with different societies does not mean that we're different it just tells us that we are united as one woman race but we have different expressions different uniqueness different we bring different culture which are different way of living you know we express it in different parts of the world so i would like to tie these three to nation building i would like to tie it to you know development i like i would like to tie it to um change in the community you know in the recent wave of the black lives matter it's also it's not it don't it wasn't just about the black lives matter it was about the fact that human lives matter about the fact that the human race need to respect that lives matter you know and i think the reason why black lives matters resonated was that for so long for so 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 long the black race has been you know maimed killed harassed and there's always a a generation that says man this, this this is the end this has to stop we've had it's few you know and i think for over 500 years I think that time has come for the black race to be respected like any other race for any other race to be respected in any land you know for that superiority complex to die down because last i checked you know even based on history based on facts the black race has always been part 
of innovation has always been part of you know uh cultural growth it's just that we have diverse ways of, of, of expression we have yes we have our issues across the board but that doesn't make any race bigger or better or much more you know um impactful than any other race so this brings me to this point the privilege to look beyond our sentiments usually results into the best of nations usually results into the best of societies you know the moment we begin to value people we have a better planet everybody begins to make profit of the plan of through the planet everybody begins to reap solid profit on the planet life begins to get better i'll take that again the moment we take away the veil of biases of sentiment you know the people begin to become better the nations begin to experience better citizens begin to experience development and improvements from the mind and out of the mind you can create a solid nation a solid planet the planet becomes better and therefore the people enjoy profit from the planet they reap profit from the planet so it's quite important to end racism to look at your neighbor irrespective of the color irrespective of our differences irrespective of our ideologies irrespective of our belief irrespective of what we think is right or wrong one thing can never be right or wrong is the fact that we are all a member of the human race and we express our uniqueness through our worldview and one thing i must say is that for there to be a better nation there has to be a better people for there to be a better people there has there has to be a better sense of sentiment or a better sense of ideology let me had this few thoughts you know for instance now where i come from nigeria there are three major, major known or known tribes yoruba house ayibo but there are 520 languages which means that we could say that there are 520 tribes because if you tie that to the language but the honest truth is this the honest truth is this the best of this country would em- will emerge once we put away that differences and speak one language which is unity which is love and progress which is advancement which is collective prosperity and unity is at the center of all, all of this without unity there won't be sustainability without unity there won't be growth without unity there won't be part a perspective to unify our resources for collective gain so we've seen it in singapore happen it's a multicultural nation it's a multi-ritual nation yet they are a first world nation today so don't tell me it's not possible don't tell me that irrespective of our differences we can have a one nation that prosper in the u.s there are different there are diverse races there but what we see today in the u.s 
is a proof that people can coexist while enjoying collective wealth. I hope I've been able to share a few thoughts of mine around unity, tribes, and races. I look forward to a world where we live with a sincere sense of unification, which is above tribe, which is above races, which is above our biases. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode, and I look forward to sharing more thoughts with you in a subsequent episode.